The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert. The story. Headline. The spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Now, Cover Story presents exclusive coverage of the 2009 PRSA Silver Anvil Awards. Please welcome your host, Brandy Shapiro-Babbin. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babbin of WebmasterRadio.fm, and you are listening to Cover Story. Today is a super exciting, special broadcast of Cover Story, because for the past several months, you've been listening to fabulous nominees talk about their submissions for the Public Relations Society of America's International um, Silver Anvil series. And today, if you haven't already heard, we get to discuss what happened last Thursday at the Equitable Center in Manhattan. And our, our two featured guests today are Jim Roop, who was the, uh, the chair for the Silver Anvils this year, as well as Joyce Trubin Curry, who was the chair for the Honors and Awards Committee. Welcome, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. So, wow, star-studded, exciting event last Thursday. Well, the Silver Anvil Awards are the best of the best for the PR industry, and it was a, an exceptional event, and there's a lot of fabulous work that was recognized, and, and uh, you know, it, just, it just goes to show you the great, great work that's being done here in the country. It's, it's amazing. Absolutely. And I mean, so the evening, really, I've heard a lot of great buzz from the evening. As we mentioned on the previous show, your your host, your MC was uh, Terry Stewart, who is the president of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Did he show up in jeans as predicted? Uh, No, actually, he was a little spiffier than that, but um, he uh, did not wear a tie that way, which was which was good. Um, And uh, it was it was kind of a, a, a shimmering sort of tux. Um, not really. I, I could tell quite what the fabric was. It might have been. It wasn't a leather, but it was something rather shiny, rather shimmery. Yeah. You know, that seems to be all the rage because I was watching the Tonys the other evening, and Neil Patrick Harris was wearing this what I thought was um, an ugly suit. <laughs> it shimmered. So let me ask you a question: Did you guys have anything happen like at the Tonys where Brett Michaels <laughs> was attacked by? Uh, uh, a piece of of stage prop? <laughs> uh, not nothing that that exciting. We uh, all, all we had was me limping across the stage to give uh, awards because I had racked up my ankle playing tennis. So that was it. And, and I and I I heard that that you also were being very green and appeared in a rickshaw to the Equitable Center. Uh, yes, I did. Yes, it was uh, my first rickshaw ride in New York, but it was um, uh, better than the alternative of a of a four-block cab ride that took you 12 because of the one-way streets right. or trying to walk, which I had done from the rehearsal, which was also a mistake given the condition of my 
uh, ankle. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Got got to preserve the ankle. But good for you. What a fun way of. But, getting... but, it, but it was a nice. Uh, it was nice being in a tux, riding in a rickshaw. It, it was my first time doing that, so that was good. Good for you. And I understand you guys did something a little different, um, Joyce. You get you gave out a very interesting award to uh, Robert Gibbs, who is the White House press secretary for Obama. That's correct. Yeah, the, the, the Peer Professional of the Year Award. I mean, the, that is. It, it, it's 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 a great award to give, and you know, regardless of what your political affiliation is, I mean, the, this individual really has changed how public relations is going to be forever. You know, in a political campaign, and the, the, the and everyone's you know somewhat familiar uh, with with what he did, but just for those that maybe were in a cave, um, you know, he really you know used social media and uh, and made everything very transparent and was very proactive and did a real really, you know, dynamic campaign to engage voters, like really, and young voters, that, that, that really has never been done before. And it, it obviously moved the needle, and we know the outcome. Um, but it, it was because of that effort and uh, that it, it was hands down. I mean, everyone was like, absolutely, he is, deserves to be the peer professional of the year, where people were really excited about it. Unfortunately, Mr. Gibbs was in Cairo with President Obama, so he was supposed to be at the event, but was, was unable to, to do so. Um, and he sent the most amazing, um, you know, thank you uh, that that was read by... Um, uh, that was read by, by uh, Mike, uh, Mike Trinson at the event, uh, who's the president and chairman of CPRSA. And it was just fabulous. It, it really was exceptional, and I think everyone really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, he'll enjoy getting his award because PRSA is going to Washington, D.C. in a couple of weeks to the White House to give it to him. How exciting. So who gets to go to actually deliver something like that? Well, I know it's not Jim and I. <laughs> How about some of your fabulous partners like me? <laughs> there you go. I, I, it's going to be the executive leadership of PRSA that will go to the White yeah. House and, and give him his honor. That's, you know, that's really exciting. And he wasn't able to be satellited in from the top of a pyramid in Cairo? No, no. But, you know, as the chief communications officer, you mm-hmm. know, of the nation, you yeah. know, obviously war came first before play. But I'm sure that uh, based on the comments that he sent us, that he was very, very appreciative and touched for, uh, for the honor. You know, and you know what's nice, too, is obviously, you know, which I know you guys already are, but now you're very much on the radar of the White House, which I think is extremely important for PR practitioners. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and really, when you take a look at the evening, I mean, it really was, you know, exceptional. Um, I know we're going to chat about um, who won Best of Show, which was also an amazing campaign. But and you've got to take like a 50,000-foot view of this thing. I mean, this was done in a year where it's been real challenging for the PR industry. It's been challenging for every industry. And yet we had a record amount of judges. We had a record amount of campaigns, 893 that were submitted across the country. And, you know, we had 126 finalists. And, you know, the competition is fierce and the awards are few. And, you know, when you take a 50,000-foot view of the 2009 Silver Anvil Awards, I mean, I've got to say, you know, I feel lucky that I got to work on it with my buddy Jim and this team. But it really was probably one of the best Silver Anvil Awards we've had in years. That's Awesome. And and also, too, you know, extra kudos to all of the judges that brought themselves into Manhattan on their own dime, you know, sequestered for hours, pouring over these extremely uh, intricate submissions to, you know, commit to who they believe the best to show was, you know, in all their various categories. So, I mean, it really it really shows, which is so nice, like a commitment across the board from everyone to see excellence in PR. Absolutely. Which is terrific. So let's talk about the night. What did you wear? 
I donned a fabulous outfit from White House Black Market. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't. I, I, I walked through Manhattan. I didn't come in a ricochet like Jim did. So I'm going to have to, you know, step up my game in future years with my transportation. Yes, I think we're going to have to get you a handsome ride. Maybe I'll do one of those carriages that they have in New York. Yeah, that's what I mean. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to give you get a piggyback from a handsome guy. I meant a handsome. Camera. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could get a piggyback from a handsome. Well, I think it's a good time to talk about best of show. <laughs> Absolutely. So, oh my goodness, the long-awaited. So, who won best of show? It was uh, Northern Illinois University for their handling of a um, uh, a campus shooting, and it 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 it, it truly um, you know what I thought was great about it is. Uh, I mean, first of all, they had no external help. Uh, it was done by the internal department at NIU. And what they had done is they basically had observed the um, the casualties at you know Virginia Tech and uh, at um, Columbine and that sort of thing. And they were totally prepared for this kind of mess. And while it was obviously not a pleasant situation uh, for the university, um, this team of, of, of people that, uh, basically pulled together and, uh, you know, restored normalcy, um, you know, reduced panic, uh, and communicated very transparently to all of their constituents in a real hurry. And it was, uh, we, you know, we the group of us that... Um, Pick best of Anvil, um, and there, there were there were a number of, of good contenders, by the way, for this award, and you know, in, including the group, the the group, uh, the animal health group that uh, uh, racked up uh, three Anvils, I believe, uh, through you know excellent component program programming, um, as well as the uh, uh, the uh, Lay uh, Deal with the uh, Super Bowl with the you know amateur commercials, um, you know, and, and there's some great stuff in there that that really um, uh, stuck out. And, and, and but the the NIU uh, situation was um, uh, while it was much more serious than um, uh, the, the more marketing oriented things that that, that were were winners. Uh, it, it it just showed uh, great planning and great uh, gr- great execution and their ability to learn really from the best practices of uh, of our profession in dealing with crisis situations, which is terrific over a very sensitive topic. Yes, very, you know, a real mess basically. Yeah. Yes. And so, I mean, congratulations to them for taking something that was a horrible tragedy and and turning it into something that that benefited people across the board and educated people in a positive way. And, and to Jim's point, they were proactive, which is, is really, really important. I mean, you, you don't want to be doing your plan, your crisis communications plan, in the middle of your crisis. And, you know, th- there's something that's really great about PRSA is that, you know, the body of knowledge of all the winning entries, including, you know, the, this particular one, you know, is available at PRSA, at PRSA.org. And you can go and um, take a look at that. And, and, you know, if you are a university, if you are a, a, a institution that, you know, that, that, God forbid, something like that might happen, you might want to go take a look at it because obviously they won for a reason. They, they were buttoned up 
and they they really did an amazing job. But really, for any PR campaign, you know, it, it's worthwhile for the listeners uh, to go take a look at PRSA's website because there's a great body of knowledge there of, of wonderful, wonderful, rich work that certainly can be wonderful to learn from. Absolutely. Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back celebrating all of the winners from the Public Relations Society of America's Silver Anvil Show. Stay tuned for more 2009 PRSA Silver Anvil Awards coverage only on webmasterradio.fm. Stick around. Cover story. We'll be back after this short break. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. I'm Brian Eisenberg, and I approve this message. This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebOffer.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prweboffercom for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. The Shoe Money Show. Ring on the bling. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. On webmasterradio.fm. Trying to crank in the cash. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to our exclusive coverage of the 2009 PRSA Silver Anvil Awards. Once again, here's Brandy Shapiro-Babbin. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babbin of WebmasterRadio.fm, and you are listening to Cover Story. Today, it's all about winners, winners of the Public Relations Society of America's International uh, Silver Anvil Series. And today, our two featured guests are Jim Roop, who was the chair for the Silver Anvils this year, and, of course, Joyce Trubin-Curry, who is the chair for the Honor and Awards Committee. Welcome back, both of you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, so this is exciting. So... Crisis 
communication. Uh, we were just discussing Northern Illinois University, a very sensitive topic. Um, they won best of show. Um, you know, when we were discussing previously, everyone, the submissions are online at prsa.org. Great information will help and make your life easier. Go and check these winning submissions out. Um, so let, let's talk about some of the other big winners from the evening. I mean, everyone's a winner. If you, if you, if you get, if you put in for an award, you're a winner for believing in yourself. Um, but it's even nicer when a body of your peers obviously, um, you know, votes unanimously that you should win. So let, let's, let's go down the line a little bit. Let's talk about some of your favorite campaigns. Well, certainly one of the things that was impactful last year is speaking in the crisis communications category was uh, done by um, actually the, the, the wonderful practitioner, Sherry Goldman, that, that had my role last year. Um, and, you know, it was for the, the, the Writers Guild strike, you know, that that was, you know, very, very long and tedious and it, it impacted a great deal of, of many people. And she, you know, on her own as a sole practitioner, shepherded a, a, a wonderful, fabulous campaign that, in the end, had had great results, and she was able to mitigate a really tough situation and, and you know, kind of turn the Titanic, so to speak. And that was uh, a really great campaign that got honored. Absolutely. And she did. She worked so hard on that campaign, and she took something that was, I mean, that's a difficult, dif- I mean, that, what a difficult topic to deal with, and it affected so many people like me. <laughs> Right. Right. I mean, it affected everybody. And and she did. She handled with ease and grace. And I think, you know, what a great point that she's a sole practitioner. Exactly. I mean, so you, you don't have a big shop of people. I mean, she, she was a one-man band doing, you know, interviews with media in Japan at crazy hours, and then she'd be standing on the street, you know, helping, you know, media and, and, and getting the word out there and, and, you know, really kind of moving that, that, that needle to where it needed to go. And, and, and so you, I appreciate you bringing that point up, Brandy, because you, it just goes to show you, you can be a big, huge firm or you can be an individual, but, you know, if you're working on something that's exceptional and you think that it has silver anvil quality just because you're a sole practitioner doesn't mean that you can't win and go the distance. Oh, absolutely. And let's talk about, Jim, um, a fun campaign. I just found this one to be so very fun. Events and observances, seven or fewer days. Uh, So it was Air New Zealand with CRT Tanaka, the Air New Zealand pink flight. Uh, Yes, I I rather like that one. That was, uh, uh, there is a gay, lesbian, uh, trans, transsexual, bisexual, I believe that's the, the initials anyway, uh, Mardi Gras in New Zealand every year. And the um, Air New Zealand uh, is like a distant third player in terms of flying to their own market um, behind Qantas and United. And as a, they, they basically pulled together a thing revolving around this uh, Mardi Gras, uh, which involved uh, decorating an Air New Zealand uh plane with a 70-foot uh, pink boa and uh, leather eyelashes and the whole thing. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, yeah, it was, just, it was a great program. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, uh, it, it and, and I think it's a, a great idea, uh, idea of, you know, segmenting your marketing effort um, and, uh, you know, people making a, a little bit of fun of themselves, uh, having fun with it. Uh, and and it, was, it was a great, uh, a great winner. And they got a lot of play because from what I understand, you know, Kathy Griffin hosted 
Right. You know, she she literally like from the um, the, the stewardess or the um, airline attendant microphone was was doing comedy on the plane on, yeah. on the way over, which is fun. So they they got a ton of media response, you know, from Kathy. I think Kathy also, I, I, from what I understand, um, over delivered on her commitment because she mentioned this, you know, not only on her show because they had a segment of it on her show, but I think in other um, interviews that she was doing, which was great for Ear New Zealand. And I personally enjoyed, because I haven't had an opportunity to interview them, how intricate this campaign was from an execution standpoint to be held at the airport. Uh, yes, yes. They, um, uh, they really, um, the nuts and bolts of this thing were, were really well done. I mean, not to mention the concept and everything else, which was excellent. Yeah, and it was fun, and it was out there. I mean, this is one of those things that absolutely could have potentially blown up in their face, and they just went out there and they said, hey, you know what? This is the Kiwi spirit. This is what we stand for. Let's have some fun with it. And yeah. and it worked for them. And you know what? Good for people for putting themselves out there. And like you said, you know, poking a bit of fun and, and enjoying and embracing all all cultures and all walks of life. You know, another one that I thought uh, involved a, an amount of risk was the um, uh, search for the um, basically amateur commercials that, um, uh, which was the Doritos Super Bowl thing, and that was um, another one that that it worked out great for uh, the company, but it did involve a certain amount of you know a uh, large amount actually when you. Look at the cost of a Super Bowl ad, a large right. amount of risk, uh, both financially and uh, image image and branding wise. And uh, and that was also, you know, turned out to be a uh, uh, a really super good plan. Uh, again, Pfizer Animal Health for their overweight dog thing was, um, <laughs> um, you know, uh, that that was a, a huge home run. Uh, and and but but you know, almost every every winner. Really was a home run in its own way, in its own, in, in in moving the needle in its own space that it needed to do. Oh, absolutely! I mean, there's things that obviously you know people are going to feel more connected to um, more than others, but you know, yeah, every, every every campaign truly had its excellence, and I think. Um, what I find interesting about the Dorito campaign, if I remember correctly, and, and it potentially is interesting, my, my, my advertising friends may, may be upset with me, but, you know, the consumer is becoming a lot more savvy. And people love that enrollment, getting to feel part of the process. So to be able to take an amateur video and have that personify the image of a company, mm-hmm. it becomes a company of the people. And everybody wants to be a star. So to be able to do that and push it out in one of the most expensive, most, you know, watch times, you know, in TV history is a, a pretty neat honor to bestow on someone. Yes. So, you know, kudos to them. And like you said, it was a big risk. But what a great involvement. Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Cover Story. Stay tuned for more 2009 PRSA Silver Anvil Awards coverage only on webmasterradio.fm. Stick around. Cover story. We'll be back after this short break. Do you- 
did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects the average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Have a good weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jim, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to Offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Purse Strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to our exclusive coverage of the 2009 PRSA Silver Anvil Awards. Once again, here's Brandy Shapiro Babbitt. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro Babbitt of Webmaster Radio. Welcome back to uh, this very special edition of Cover Story. We are talking about the Silver Anvils, all the fabulous winners, the uh, the crisis management, overweight dogs, um, crazy flights across continents, all the great work that was done that rendered people very happy faces and a completely jubilant evening this past Thursday night at the Equitable Center in Manhattan. So again, I welcome back Joyce Trubin Curry, who is the chair for the Honors Awards Committee for the PRSA, and of course, Jim Roop, who is the chair for the Silver Anvils this year. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. So, I mean, I mean, what a wonderful, you know, blend of every kind of campaign possible. So I think that's that's the uh, the nature of our categories as we uh, try to um, you know cover the waterfront in terms of situations that PR people face every day and that they they develop programs around whether it's you know moving a, cro- a product changing an opinion uh, dealing with uh, a shareholder constituency or a employee constituency and so I, I think the the categories have been. Uh, they're they're constantly refined every year to kind of reflect the um, you know the changing nature of the business, but 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 it's it's the the idea is that we should look at virtually everything that is happening in our world and um, and reward the best of the best in each part of that. 
Absolutely. And another, you know, multi-category winner was um, Edelman and the American Heart Association with a Go Red for Women movement. Right. Which... You know, it was very exciting, you know, more than more than several categories won. And I mean, I, I don't remember a year recently where Edelman actually hasn't come up with the silver anvil. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're front and center every year, along with most of the other uh, major firms. Um, uh, Ketchum tends to win a lot. Uh, Fleshman wins a lot. Helen uh, Nolton. Mm-hmm. H, yeah, H&K. Um, uh, and, and that's, you know, certainly to be expected in the, the sense that they usually are working with um, nice-sized budgets. Mm-hmm. They've entered these things before, so they know how to prepare an entry. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're um, typically engaged by some of the, uh, you know, the, certainly the leading companies in, in our country. And, uh, and so it's, it, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that the award means any less than it would to a solo practitioner uh, like Sherry. Um, but uh, it, it, it's still is they you know it gives them an edge yeah do 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 great stuff mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely and you know it's nice to see the heritage you know there, there's definitely some heritage uh, organizations who have stood the test of time and it's it's mm-hmm. great to see them you know continuing to put out good work and it's you know, it's, it's wonderful to see, to see the cross section of. You know, big companies, small companies, large brands, small brands, all making a difference. And like you said, Jim, earlier, you know, moving that needle for whatever their end goal was for, you know, which is so very important. So, Jim, cheer for the Silver Anvils. How did it feel the evening of the event for you? Well, after I got off my rickshaw, uh, (laughs) it was fine. (laughs) <laughs> no, it was great because I I, uh, uh, I had a good friend as the MC, um, and I thought uh, you know it was kind of a out of the box thought that um, everyone on Sherry's committee um, when I threw it out there I, you know, I didn't know what to expect I, I actually just thought of it like two seconds before I mentioned it and um, which was to have Terry Stewart from the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. As our MC, which departs kind of from our past of having either um, uh, a actor type celebrity or a media type celebrity, and everybody said, "Hey, if you can get them, let's go for it." And uh, so, it, it, you know, we 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 got him, and he did as I, I I mean, I've seen him MC things before, so I knew he'd do a great job if we could, you know, get him up there. And uh, sure enough, he did. It was it was uh, it was great. Good. That sounds so exciting. We are rounding uh, our last few moments. So I'm going to leave it, uh, Joyce, to you and to Jim for some closing uh, words. I mean, you both had, you know, such an amazing impact on this year's. I mean, it was your show for all intents and purposes, the both of you. So final words, final thoughts, final inspirations. Well, I think that uh, Jim procuring Terry Stewart was a, a critical part of the element of success of the Silver Anvil Awards, and we had a live band, and I mean, the energy was just fantastic. Um, certainly, we should give a nod to, to uh, Tanya Maria Mora, uh, who was this year's 2009 Bronze Anvil Chair, and, and, and truly did a, a great amount of work uh, in her own right, and was also on stage with Jim and I. Um, it, it, was, it was an exceptional evening, and, and you know, not to... to 
rehash too much what we talked about in our last interview, but I mean, anybody can enter the Silver Anvil Awards and should. It's, 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 an, it's a wonderful, exceptional opportunity to shine as a PR practitioner, and I think that everybody that attended the, the Equitable Center had an amazing evening and really is going to cherish their honors. Oh, absolutely. Did you, I mean, any funny stories? Any, you know, people screaming and yelling and shouting when they won? Well, I think that Terry did a great job, like, just taking a pause, you know, off of the prompter and said, hey, does anyone know who sang the song? Or does anyone know where this song originated from? And being that, you know, him and uh, are from uh, are from Cleveland, you know, people would say, oh, Milwaukee. He's like, no, Cleveland. You know, they say something else, no, Cleveland. I mean, so it, it was really cute. And, and, and people, you know, came up to Jim and I at, uh, afterwards when we were upstairs celebrating with champagne and such. And they said, you know, that, that made the evening so much fun because we're like, okay, what, what song's going to be next? Do I know it? And and so it, it brought a lot of really fun energy. And so, you know, I think it was great that Jim was able to, to get his buddy and such an exceptional MC because it really made the event really extra special this year. Yeah. And it sounded like, you know, it was fun. It was interactive. It was a great, you know, music is a very um, unifying, you know, thing. Everyone can identify with music. So I think, you know, it sounds like everyone had, you know, a great time. Wonderful people won terrific awards. And uh, and just well, I think it was it was backed up statistically too with um, you know PRSA did like some exit polling if you will, <laughs> and um, both the band and and uh, Terry and the ceremony itself and so on got uh, got really good marks. Excellent. And uh, you know, but but back to uh, to Joyce's point about the energy, I think this whole process has had a remarkable amount of energy uh, given the state of the economy. And that is, again, record number of entries, record number of judges. Uh, we, we had uh, basically the same attendance at the event as we had last year. Um, and so everything held its own in the face of what is a very difficult economic situation. So I call that a lot of energy. You know what? That is a lot of energy. And hats off to the both of you, to the PRSA, to everyone that believed in themselves and their team submitted uh, you know, uh, submitted their submissions. And uh, of course, congratulations to all of the winners, Jim Roop and Joyce Trubin Curry. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. You have been listening to our exclusive coverage of the 2009 ERSA Silver Anvil Awards, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.